Thus, without further ado, because you are one of the most amazing, busiest guys on the planet, Ken Clinton with Intrepid Powerboats, intrepidpowerboats.com, just like it sounds. Ken was just watching uh, your Saturday morning factory update about the 51 Panacea, correct? Yeah, man. It's coming together really well. It's a beautiful boat. It looks like it. And it looks like you're very excited about the um, the four Mercury quads, correct? Yeah, man. Quad 600s. Uh, that, that new engine that Mercury came out with, with the V12s, amazing engines, very reliable, very quiet, and uh, they're duo props. And what's cool about duo props is that it creates a lot of stern lift. So a lot of these bigger, heavier boats likes that because it'll hold transition on plane at a slower speed, just really helps performance. So, you know, once again, Mercury taking it up a notch. And I know you love Mercury. And then also, uh, before I forget, with your factory, uh, I and those uh, Instagram posts you do are fantastic, by the way. They're very well done, compliments, and you keep getting better and better at them. Uh, the you also seemed very excited about the I believe it's the kitchen aspect, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool to be able to give you as many amenities and make these boats as well-rounded as possible. You know, when we you know go to boat shows and we do design sessions with with customers, we we find out how they use their boats, and they like something that's very universal. If they decide they want to go to the sandbar and hang out with their friends. And, and, you know, have a party type of atmosphere where there's plenty of seating. Uh, they do that if they want to be able to cook out, if they want to be able to then on Sunday go hardcore fishing, make sure we got good bait wells and good rod storage and downriggers and you know, pressurized bait wells. I mean, you, there's so many different things you can do, but the common theme is having something that's pretty universal. So we try to cover all the bases. And it's what's so genius about it is. I would imagine that, let's say someone that's new to the uh, intrepid nation is, uh, and then I'll segue to my next question uh, with respect to the intrepid nation, but I would imagine, you know, you see, if you're fortunate to see an intrepid powerboat, you've never seen one, you see it, you wouldn't think that it would have something such as fantastic and innovative as that within it, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, to be able to, pack as much in as we can with all the space that there is you know being able to use every square inch is, is huge to us you know we try to make sure that nothing's wasted and you know when you're able to put a kitchen edit behind a second row and then put a grill and a sink and a cutting board and an ice maker and a refrigerator and a pull-out cooler and a trash <laughs> can you know it's like you know it, it's really nice because you're able to really cover all the bases yeah no it's incredible and so Thus, as I uh, was saying, I had, as we've discussed many times, so many of your incredible concepts and innovations and ideas come from the Intrepid Nation. So is there someone or a few perhaps in particular that, uh, that gave you the inspiration for, the, for that uh, innovation, the, this amazing <laughs> new kitchen aspect? Yeah, actually, yeah, it, was, it was several people, nobody specific, you know, just people being able to talk about adding amenities and what they do on the weekend, and, you know, being able to, you know, not only 
fish at the aft cockpit and be able to cook their catch back there at the same time. Yeah. And then hearing things like, yeah, we love the refrigerator, but it's also really cool to have a removable cooler that you can bring up on the dock and possibly bring to your house and load before you bring, you know, bring it to the boat. You know, all these things are input over the last, you know, 32 years that I've been here that the more we were able to hear, the more we're able to, you know, innovate and take it to the next level. It's, what's really nice about going into boat show season you know we're getting ready to go into the miami boat show and and you know it's like a gold mine for data you know i go there you know i have a sales team there to sell boats and i'm there to collect data for the next set of innovations right right yeah you've mentioned that the shows are your often your greatest opportunity to of course engage with those that are already part of the intrepid nation and then those that then become fortunate to uh, become part of the intrepid nation but to really engage with them and and i you've expressed how beautiful it is their excitement when they're there and to see you and to see to see the um what you do have on display and what are you going to have on display uh, in this upcoming miami boat show we've got about uh eight different boats that we're dialing in this week to make sure that they're uh at the show we'll be moving them in this weekend i don't have the model list in front of me but the biggest one that we're going to have there that we're excited about uh, is our newest model the 427 nomad side entry you know that's a brand new boat that we did right where we took the uh front separate sun pad that was up there removed it shifted the console forward and integrated that sun pad into the console, which allowed us then to have enough room in the aft cockpit to do two rows of seating uh, and the kitchenette behind it. So uh, that has gotten a lot of attention lately, and we're looking forward to everybody being able to see it in person instead of just online. And I've obviously, um, and you know, we've been posting it for you as well, but so that seems like, well, I, and I imagine that each new model is, but it seems like one that is one of the most exciting to you yeah it really is you know it's it's once again being able to take uh, a 40 foot model and have it i mean 42 foot model and, and have it evolve you know that 427 nomad sc is, is something that you know once again customer requests you know is there any way that you can get two rows of seating and you know then you figure out you know what that entails and how you're able to do it and then when you figure out a really cool way to do it that really makes the boat pretty trick, you get excited. You know, you get excited about it. And uh, the feedback that we've gotten so far regarding that boat has been fantastic. Congratulations. That's, uh, that's thrilling. How, how, is it going with, uh, how is it going with the development of Intrepid Yachts? It's going pretty well. It's, it's definitely, it's amazing how many iterations of a design that you can come up with. Uh, you know, recently I went over to Poland and wow. had uh, the luxury. I got invited to, by the guys over at Galleon. Uh, Jacek uh, is a great guy who took me through his facility. You know, it gave me an idea or uh, I should say a, a different way of looking at how a factory is laid out. Mm-hmm. You know, he builds larger boats and uh, he station builds instead of line builds. And, you know, it was one of those uh, opportunities for me to see how somebody else operates on that scale. So taking some of his thoughts and uh, possibly implementing it into the design of the building, but we're, we're getting there. You know, the, I, I would say that we'll have it 
the, the design part finalized in the next few months and then hopefully be breaking ground shortly thereafter. And that is so exciting. And so do you have, with respect to the uh, initial timeline you mentioned, do you have in your mind your goal to have the first quote-unquote intrepid yacht produced? Yeah. Yeah. I've got all the drawings for the 60 that I'm looking forward to being able to debut out of that facility because it's too big for me to build here. So, right. you know, the key is going to be if, if it's going to take 18 months to two years to build a facility, I'll be building the tooling for that boat at the same time. So the in a perfect world, which we know it's not, you know, what we'll do is I'll have all the tooling ready to roll in as we're cutting the ribbon to enter the new facility. So that's basically how I'm going to try to time it. You know, that I'd love to be able to build the 60 here, but a funny story, you know, when I built the 51, I was sitting here in my office with the uh, CEO of Marimax, Brett McGill, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about several different things, and I looked at him and I said, you ever wonder how I come up with the lengths of the boats that I come up with? And he looked at me and he said, yeah, you know, matter of fact, now that you bring it up, you know, what, what, how do you come up with these? I said, come here, let me show you. So I, I take him back to the lamination building. And at that time, I didn't have the 51 hull mold built yet, but that was the topic of discussion at the time when, when we were sitting in my office. I said, see the 47 here? I said, this is, see how long it is? See how it kind of sticks into the hall, into the aisleway? He said, yeah. I said, well, I have to build the 51 in here in the same hall building because it's the only building that I have large enough cranes to lift this hull out of the hull mold and put it on a cradle and then move it out. Mm-hmm. He said, okay. He goes, I, I see where that, this longer boat's going to create an issue. I said, yeah, but it's not even so much in here. I said, let me show you. So we walked outside the building so you have to imagine that I have this big garage door that this hull is going to back its way out of and just opposite that door is another building so so you know how far away that building is from the garage door he said no I said 52 feet thus the 51 panacea (laughs) (laughs) and then he he goes wow really I go yeah I said you know what that means and he said what's that I go I need a bigger building (laughs) I know we're working on it. And shortly thereafter, they secured the lease for the land, which was great. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Have you already uh, secured, I should say, uh, initial orders for the first quote unquote intrepid yachts? No, actually what I'll be doing is first I'll shift over some of the existing larger boats. Like I'll move the 47 evolution over there. I'll move the 51 over there just from a logistical standpoint, being right on the water, not having to haul these boats for sea trials. And, and you know, it, it's such an event for the larger boats to take back and forth and we sea trial every boat we build. Right. So now with, with this facility being right on the water, it's gonna be great. We'll be able to just take the boat, put it in the water, sea trial it, bring it back in. And the other part from a logistic standpoint, which will make a lot of sense for us, is right now we sea trial all these boats at a public boat ramp. The distance between this facility and where the new facility is is actually a shorter distance than the boat ramp we normally go to. So it does a few different things. It's going to allow us to now not have to, you know, fight with the public. to use. Yeah, you literally have your own boat ramp now. Yep. Yeah, we'll have our own boat ramp. And the other big part of it is, you know, there's issues that come up on sea trials. That's the reason why we sea trial every single boat. 
And what will happen, let's say you had a, a leaky bait well or you had a pump that failed or a steering issue. Well, the problem is, is, you know, you have to then bring the boat back to the factory, do the repairs. Then you have a whole new sea trial to do all over again. Right. Extremely inefficient, extremely expensive. Now, imagine being able to go to the other facility and being able to test it. And then let's say one of those issues comes up, you pull right up behind the Intrepid Yachts Division factory, tie it off. We have the same parts there that you can swap anything out. We have technicians that'll be able to go down, repair any of the issue from the sea trial, test right there, finish the sea trial, and then bring it back. You know, that's gonna be such an efficient thing. And it's just one more thing that justifies you know how our how we set this up you know i'm watching more and more manufacturers with test ponds or pools built at the end of their factory and i joke with my customers all the time and i say you know as soon as you guys start using your boats in your swimming pool i'll start testing them that way you know? <laughs> <laughs> because issues come up when you go through real world testing and right. it's important that we find it before they right absolutely absolutely you got to take it out and you got to run it and uh and you know, with respect to everything you just said, and even though you know you want to think and know that each build is perfect, you got to run it out in the re, uh, you know in real life and see what's there. And you know, you just touched upon some of the things that can come up. Yeah, I think it's important to be able to you know, if something's going to come loose, it needs to come loose on us. Right. We need to be able to get to it. And, and make sure it doesn't happen to the customer out in the field. And that's our opportunity to ensure that happens. Exactly, exactly. And how, with respect to Intrepid Power Boats, how did, it's amazing now that, I can't believe it, of all the podcasts we've done, we haven't spoken in a bit. So again, thank you for taking the time. How did 2022 play out for you? It was good. It was actually a good year. Uh, sales were, were up. Uh, you know, I, I, we were to a point where we had a $150 million backlog, which is great. <laughs> um, and, you know, we started getting more craftspeople. And, you know, for a while there, I had a lot of labor issues. And that seems to be getting better at near the end of 2022. Still having material issues, but, you know, I, I see that being able, starting to get better. So all in all, uh, great year. Uh, we acquired some really great craftspeople. We're creating some really great craftspeople, and we're excited about 2023. And do you, okay, so on that note, what are you most excited about with respect to 2023? Well, I think, first of all, being able to introduce a, a couple new models, you know, with the 427 Nomad SE, and then our new flagship largest boat to date, the 51. Panacea. You know, all, yeah, the Panacea. All our customers love uh, new boats. You know, they want a reason to, to step up or, or step down into something and you know, being able to get something fresh. And, you know, the new boats that we're designing, we're making sure we design them around the, the new Mercury 600 as well. Uh, so that way that engine can be put on more models and uh, just for no other reason than there's such a demand for it. So being demand able to for create those, boats, Demand for those engines? Oh yeah, yeah. They just they're such great motors. You know, you know they're they're interesting in a couple different ways. One is you know the engines don't hit 
only the lower unit under the water turns and the engine doesn't turn, which takes a little bit getting used to when you when you look back or you're so used to looking back there and seeing the engine turn when actually what's turning is underwater. Huh. It was funny, I remember when uh, in early testing, when before way before Mercury uh, even released it to the public and we were doing private testing at Lake X and they said, you know, because I, I made that comment and they were like, are, are you concerned with, you know, the impression it's gonna make on the customers? I go, a little bit in the beginning I said, but you drive a car, you don't see your tires turn. So, (laughs) you know, you know, so it's going to be okay. And, you know, not only that, they're, they're efficient. You know, we talked a little bit already about the fact that they're duo prop. And I tell you, the other thing that's huge with these engines is that they're quiet. I mean, super quiet. In the beginning, when we were first doing sea trials with these boats, you know, I'd ask the team to have the boat at the dock, uh, and let me know when they're ready for me to come down and run a boat. And I'd go down there, and this is without any embellishment. I would literally have to step under the swim platform and put my hand on the cowling to make sure it was running, because I couldn't tell if it was running. I mean, that's how quiet and idle it was. So it's almost like being and, in a, it's like being in a Tesla, right? You don't, like, yeah. you don't know if it's running, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And don't get me wrong, you, obviously you hear it once you start spooling up, but still, it's, dramatically more quiet than any other outboard out there and what's nice is if you think about it you're out there you're with your friends and family you're running the boat and you're in a boat that you're not having to yell at each other right when you're cruising at 50 miles an hour and it just it, it's such it's even more of a peaceful environment uh when you're out there boating isn't that amazing i mean and uh, you mentioned it you've <laughs> 32 years you've been uh being the genius and innovator that you uh, have been with Intrepid Powerboats, but in the 32 years, do you ever take a moment and just kind of reflect back on, especially when you know you have this new incredible you know, technology with these um, <laughs> these new uh, Mercury uh, outboards? And so, t- when you think back to like when you first 32 years ago started this, isn't it just absolutely profound the technology and what you've been able to create? and provide to the intrepid nation and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's mind-baffling, right? Like, you would have never, back at that time, if someone had said to you, oh, well, in 32 years, Ken, you're gonna have these engine, you know, these outboards that will do this, you would have said, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it really is. I mean, when you think about it, back then, big engines for us were 200s. And, and we were the only crazy guys doing big boats with outboard power. And but what it did, which, it really made us a better company is when we were building large boats, 37 feet, 40 feet with with such small outboard power, it really made us get good at hull design. We had to, we had to create hulls that were extremely efficient to be able to get the speed and performance and, you know, that we, that we were limited to on a 200 uh, horsepower outboard. So making, forcing us and painting us into a corner to get, great hull designs is really what built the foundation for the hulls that we have today. And, you know, I noticed with a lot of manufacturers there, you know, they, they, and this is, look, this is an opinion, but I think that outboard power has gotten gotten so large that you can use that as a band aid for bad hull design. 
Mm-hmm. For example, you could build a big, heavy square and sit it in the water for the most part, and there's enough outboard power now to push it through the water fairly efficiently. Right. And, you know, for us, hull design is still just as important now as it was then. And, and we fight to make sure and we tweak and, and, and do everything humanly possible to improve every single hull that we put out there. And we just don't rely on that, that additional power. Because the other thing that allows you to do is not only get better fuel economy and have it more efficient, it allows you in a lot of cases to have less engines, which is less maintenance, less service, less fuel burn. And you know it, it really pays dividends at the end of the day. And yeah, very, very well said as always. And being, as you put it, painted into that corner, you know, when you, uh, with respect to focusing on uh, hull design and whatnot, that literally was the, what made Intrepid as great as it is, right? And with respect to the, the focus on that, right? Yeah, it really was. I mean, we, we had to figure out ways to push these bigger boats uh, with small power and then because we're semi-custom we had so many people wanting to put so many things in the boat you know so boats got heavier and heavier and you know <laughs> luckily as time went on outboard power grew and uh, you know now we're at a point where it's it's a great marriage you know you we're able to do these really large boats loaded down with all this technology joystick technology which allows customers to more confidently drive bigger boats dock them with ease uh and and bow thrusters and stern thrusters and gyros so people don't get seasick and you know it's amazing but all these things are heavy and you need to be able to push them through the water and you know these larger outboards are helping us do that that's fantastic how exciting i mean just to Again, doing it for 32 years and then to uh, have experienced all of the, well, one, been the innovator along with, of course, the input from the Intrepid Nation, but the innovator along with your and your team, your genius team, to experience what you've experienced and then continue to do that, but then with these technological advances, i.e. both with you know, materials, uh, hull design, the engines, et cetera, it's just, it, it, and it continues to accelerate with respect to the technology. It must be exciting and uh, profound. Yeah, I think what's really cool, one of the shifts that I've seen is, you know, our average uh, entry level boat for most people were 30 and 32 feet. You know, that's that's what everybody was going for, for forever. And now I'm seeing that it's 40. You know, 40, the 41 Valor, the 40 Nomad Series, the 427, that group is is the most popular size right now. And I really think it's attributed to the, the newer technology. You know, people can drive a bigger boat now. They can uh, do it with confidence because of the technology that's there. You know, they're, they're much less intimidated uh, with being able to dock with joystick comfortably right and uh you know that it's allowing them to step up into larger boats how excited are you about this upcoming miami boat show stoked super stoked (laughs) the super bowl man super bowl of of, of boat shows you know so you know and the other part that's really cool it's at the convention center again right in miami beach yeah convention center yeah Yeah, and it's great because it's indoor you know you're not worried about weather (laughs) we were just at stewart boat show and dude, it was first day it poured, 
Then the next few days, it was freezing. But you know what was awesome? The Intrepid Nation showed up anyway. They were out there. They were with us. Um, it was cool, you know. But, you know, the convention center in Miami is, you know, that those issues are gone. And it's air-conditioned. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. Uh, it's a beautiful spot. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're really excited. And uh, with respect, oh, speaking of the Intrepid Nation, how was the uh, most recent Intrepid Nation event that you do every year? It was great. The rendezvous, the owner's rendezvous. Yes, was the fantastic. rendezvous. It, it shifted to Ocean Reef this time. You know, we've been at Hawks K for a while, which and Hawks K is great. Hawks K has always been great. Tried a new venue, and that was basically the Intrepid Nation asked us to they were you know they would say we really would like to see you try this other venue and we did i've heard ocean awesome. reef is fantastic it really is it it's what a beautiful venue it was just next level and you know that's that's us man we're always looking for next level and we were able to do that at ocean reef and we've already locked in uh, you know for next july to, to return to ocean reef and, and i can't thank the team and group for Ocean reef enough or the intrepid nation for the great suggestion that's really great, and uh, and again, once again, going back to it, the, uh, the the intrepid nation giving you valuable input on uh, on all fronts, and you listen to it, you take it to heart, whether it's with respect to incredible new innovations on the whole design, i.e., front entry, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you told me once, uh, I think it was the last podcast we did, you know, some. Um, you had someone from the Intrepid Nation saying, you know, I, it'd be great if my, you know, a, I, I believe he said a certain seat uh, up in the front could be higher for my wife or something to that effect. But you take everything that they say to heart and innovate. And that includes locations for where, where they want to come see you and engage with with you and your team. Yeah, I mean, they're because they use their boats way more than we use intrepids and you know that's that's the fun part you know people people you know we joke at them all the time we say look the shoemakers kids have no shoes you know and, and you know we're we're the elves here you know building all the boats um where as the people out in the intrepidation are the ones that are using them way more than we would ever use them so for us to not take that into account when we're doing new designs would be really foolish yeah and so so we listen we listen and we learn what is, and I uh, now have been so fortunate, my friend, Ken Clinton with Intrepid Powerboats, intrepidpowerboats.com. What, uh, what is the, what has some of the greatest feedback you've gotten over the past eh, few months, year, whatever, with respect to what you and the you know, Intrepid Powerboats has been accomplishing? Some of the best feedback on the new designs, et cetera. Well, I think the biggest thing is going to two rows, you know, going to two rows on the 427 Nomad SE, and then we're going to go to two rows of helm seating on the 51. You know, those are two areas that we really didn't have before. And I, that's something that, you know, we were requested to, to do and, and to be able to, you know, it's one thing when they ask us to put two rows in a boat that's not designed for two rows. You know, we always figure out a way. But, you know, these are two different models that were designed for that, you know, and, and it, when you design it for that, you, you have the proper amount of aft cockpit space. You have the proper amount of room between each row. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, trying to pack too much into a small area 
uh, and you can really do the math and figure out how to do it the right way. So I think I think that's probably one of the biggest uh, directions that we've gotten with the two newest models we're releasing. And on that note, so obviously uh, the 51 Panacea, and then do you have another one in the works that you can talk about or no? Um, no, I've got a, another series of models that we're going to be doing next. Um, and it's a little too early to let it out of the bag before I let these two uh, get these two. I knew you were going to say. I knew you were going to say that, but I had, <laughs> but I had to ask. I knew you were yeah, going to say. Know. That. <laughs> I know. I know. Inquiring minds want to know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. All right, my friend. Uh, now that we have had thirty minutes, Ken, again, thank you so much for taking the time. You're one of the busiest most, um, for me, personally inspiring guys on the planet. So uh, thank you very much. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have or anything we didn't touch upon that you would like to? No, man, it, it's always great talking to you, Judd. I appreciate all the kind words. And as always, I'm nothing without my team and I'm nothing without the Intrepid Nation. They're the ones that all make me look good. <laughs> The way that you speak about the intrepid nation is, uh, it's, it's very, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, it's, uh, it's similar to say Jimmy Buffett with uh, you know, his nation of parrotheads and whatnot, but it's that fondness and kindness and adoration and whatnot. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. All right, Ken Clinton, Intrepid Powerboats, intrepidpowerboats.com. Thank you very much, my friend. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I look forward to speaking with you again, I hopefully much sooner than uh, it took us to speak this time. Sounds good, brother. You take care. All right. Thank you. Take care.